the biggest games. A perfect season complete. The Wanakee Warriors are your state champions in Division II. The most compelling stories. 50 years for Title IX. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Yes, it is. How are we doing tonight, Madison? I'm Alex Gravatt. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Alex Gravatt inside the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Aside from, or aside, nearby Colin Russo. Uh, for nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you are in the market for a new or used time Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search inventory. Well, as we get ready for a good one here, I am thrilled to be alongside the man, the myth, the legend, the dean of area high school sports, Dennis Semra. How you doing, Dennis? All right, Alex. What's a good word, my man? <laughs> Not much. I am here in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, and I wanted to ask you a few questions as we look through the slate of games for Week 7. Can you believe it's Week 7 already? October 1st tomorrow. That's hard to believe. <laughs> Three, two more weeks in the regular season. Uh, two weeks from tonight, we'll be figuring out playoff pairings. And speaking of playoffs, who do you think, as you look across the, the area, who do you think has the most important game for their season when it comes to playoffs? Uh, tonight? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're really – well, Columbus and Lodi. That's yeah. probably the number one because they're both 6-0 and overall, 4-0 and in the Capital Conference and uh, ranked Division Four. And I think uh, winner of that one uh, – I've been to games where the final score was five to three, Oof. ten to seven. I mean, that's, the, the teams just are really—it is a rivalry game, and you just whatever records you throw out every year. But uh, Columbus this year has just been outstanding, though, being able to put up a lot of points. So I think that's a team that, uh, even though with games at Lodi, I think Columbus comes in actually is the favorite. Uh, Lodi's ranked seventh in Division Four. And they've got a good quarterback in Mason Lane who's averaging more than 125 yards rushing and passing each. And Columbus made it to the state semis last year. They're ranked second in Division Four. Wow. They're about, they've outscored their opponents 296 to 33. 33 That's points tough. in one game. To put that in perspective, I think uh, was it last week, uh, um, Lakeside Lutheran gave up 33 points in one game. So, and Columbus has done, has done that all season. Wow, that is incredible. They've got a very tough defense, it sounds like. Um, and as we continue to look over the area, I, I want to bring up the Badger Small because I see a lot of teams, nobody is perfect, and there are some good matchups there with Fort Atkinson um, hosting DeForest and Portage at Stoughton. What do you think we can expect specifically from that Portage-Stoughton game? Well, you know, Portage has struggled over the years. The number of years they went one and eight, zero oh and nine, and uh, for them, uh, they're, they're, the schedule's worked out pretty nicely. And Stone is a team, though, that's gotten better as the season's gone on. They've had some injuries, and on their new field, uh, you know, 
I think they're going to give Portage everything they can handle. Fort Atkinson shared the title last year with Monhor Barneveld, who has a crossover game with Watertown, which counts in the standings. So they should uh, still be in the driver's seat after this one. But Fort Atkinson, that's one of those games that uh, DeForest can't overlook them just because they're 2-4. and four. Um, uh, But DeForest, after their 0-3 start, they've uh, really come on the last three weeks. And yes, I they think have. Uh, that's a team that teams are not going to want to play in those first second rounds of the playoffs. And then I've got one other game that I wanted to reach out to you about. Every week you send us this lovely sheet full of all the games in the area, and you highlight a few that you think we should keep our eye on. And at first glance, I was very surprised to see Madison Memorial hosting Madison West, as I, I think Madison Memorial is just a better run organization. Now, why do you think that that game is going to be so interesting? Well, it's the West Side. They play for a clipboard, the Burt Hobley Clipboard Award. All right. And that goes out to the longtime coach at West. And so there's a little bit of pride. Uh, you get the score on it every year, and whoever wins the game gets that, that board. And um, Wolfgram, Coach Wolfgram for West, you know, has played in that game. And so it's, I think it's important for him. Memorial's had a couple of tough losses there. I think they are the better team on paper. But uh, you can't look past anybody. And right now, um, you're looking at four wins getting you to the playoffs with three weeks to go. Yeah, some teams at three and four in the, in the conference will make it. But uh, this is a game for playoff implications. So that's going to, I think, uh, jack uh, West up just a little bit more. But Coach Harris has done a wonderful job at Memorial. And they've got so many players that can make big plays. You know, we saw their, their game against Waukesha West, and they had three plays of over 60 yards, and they can do that on any given night. That they can, and both teams are 2-2 two and two in conference, so I don't think that there's anything uh, that that is unheard of happening here. Uh, well, thank you so much for your time, Dennis. We'll get, to you, we'll get right back to you in just a moment when we join you at the field, but uh, I will talk to you soon. All right. Well, thanks so much to Dennis Semrau, but I want to give us a quick rundown of the games we are looking at. So in the Big 8, we have Madison LaFollette at Verona. That game happened last night, and Verona 6-1, and one, unsurprisingly, won against the Madison LaFollette team uh, 42-0. And then Janesville Craig will head to Madison East. That'll be a good game. Madison East sitting at 0-6. I'd like to see if they can get a, a, their first win on the season, but Janesville Craig 3-2-1 has a very good team. Like we mentioned, Madison West at Madison Memorial, and then Middleton at Janesville Parker. We move on to Badger Large, which is always an exciting conference. Milton at Sun Prairie. Milton is two and four. Sun Prairie is four and two. They can Sun Prairie East, that is. Sun Prairie East can really start to pull away and, and compete as a top team in this conference. A great game on board. Oregon visiting Wanakee. Oregon four and two, three and one in conference. Wanakee six and oh, four and one in conference. And that'll be a good game specifically for seeding. And we'll see what happens with Sun Prairie or East and Oregon in the standings. And then Sun Prairie West takes on Beaver Dam. A couple other games we want to keep our eye on. Obviously, Columbus at Lodi. We have Lake Mills at Lakeside Lutheran coming up real soon. And then Bigfoot at New Glarus and Turner at Edgewood. Edgewood looking for some vengeance after a tough game against Lodi two weeks ago. Um, And we will get back to... Dennis Semrau and Hunter Vaughn coming up right after this. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. If you- it's a rivalry game tonight in Lake Mills. 
the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors play host to the Lake Mills L-Cats tonight on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Hunter Vaughn, alongside, as we call him, the man, the myth, the legend, the dean of area high school sports, Dennis Sumrau. Always like to make you blush a little bit, Dennis, by giving you all of those accolades. It just means I'm old. I've been doing this for too long. I don't know. But you're still great at it. You oh, can, thank with, you. With the age comes experience, Dennis. And you and, guys keep me young. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's what we try to do. Just have some fun with you. Yeah, keep me on my toes, definitely. <laughs> well, maybe strofe a little bit more than me. <laughs> but, again, it is Lake Mills taking on Lakeside Lutheran. Three blocks separate these two schools in this rivalry match, what they now call the Slider Bowl. Yeah, that's interesting. The American Legion has uh, given uh, burgers to the uh, winning team for a number of years. I think at one point they used to have a contest, too, uh, with a student from each school who could eat the most of them. But with the pandemic, they shut that down, and now they have maybe some liability about somebody getting sick, you know, trying yeah. to cram down as many as they can in three minutes. Uh, so I guess that's off the table. And with the pandemic, they they had just basically bought a box of the burgers and mm-hmm. taken them to school and let the coach set up a barbecue. So I'm not sure what the routine is going to be for next week for them. But anytime you say free food, yeah, it's not the media there. It's football players and athletes Especially in general. teenage football oh, God. players. These you guys give them uh, free food, they're going to go to town. Yeah, when McDonald's sees a, or Burger King or any of the fast food places sees a yellow bus pull up with football players on it, they cringe. Yeah. <laughs> I know they it's going to be a busy night. It is time now for our Canopy Wealth Management Keys to the Game. Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything, and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today. And Dennis, the Canopy Wealth Management keys to the game. We're going to start with the air quotes visitors, the Lake Mills <laughs> Lcats, literally just a three block walk, didn't even take a bus to get over to Lakeside Lutheran today. What are their keys to the game? Well, first of all, win the turnover battle to get some takeaways. They want to stop the run. Now, uh, Lakeside Lutheran is, uh, I think, a little bit more balanced. Um, well, actually, no, Lakeside is 289 yards a game, so that's why it's so important for Lake Mills. Lake Mills has got uh, pretty much a 50-50 run and pass. And then win first down in offense. So many teams get stuck in that first one, get behind the chains, and then uh, you get a sack or you end up you know, three and out. So they want to win that, that first down and uh, avoid, avoid those uh, three and outs. And then uh, for Lakeside Lutheran, run the football and keep Lake Mills' offense off the field. You look at the offenses, right now Lake Mills is averaging 413 yards, game 36 points. Lakeside Lutheran averaging 362 yards and 37 points a game, 289 of it on the ground. And last week, uh, quarterback Levi Burkholz, 26 carries, 282 yards, a 10.8 average. And then uh, you also had uh, Nathan uh, Yark had 83 yards rushing, and and uh, they had a, couple, a few passes, but they ran 
53 times for 436 yards. This is a team I want to see play Monroe. You're going to have the shortest game, high school game, because both teams just want to run it down your throat. Say probably about 68 minutes total. Yep, yep. So that's number one. Stop the run and minimize big plays, which Lake Mills is capable of doing. And uh, they had a, a kickoff return for a touchdown in their uh, season opener against the uh, Wisconsin Dells. And that was uh, Tristan Thede at a 93-yarder. So you want to vo- avoid those and be more physical than Lake Mills. Interesting quote. Uh, when Lake Mills uh, coach uh, took over, uh, see that uh, Tyler Huber, three years ago when I got here, I wanted us to be able to run the football and be physical. Guys had to work hard in the weight room, which they've done. And we saw incredible improvement during the offseason. So they want to be that first team physical football. We used to call it smash mouth. They don't say that much in high school. But uh, the trenches tonight, it's going to be some huge battles there uh, on both offense and defense. That was your Canopy Wealth Management keys to the game. Thank you, Dennis, for that. And another one of our great partners, we want to thank Nations Lending Monona. They find home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership. From drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room and the smell of backyard barbecues. That's because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. We'll take a short break, and when we come back, we'll break down the slider bowl tonight in Lake Mills between the Lake Mills Cats and the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors. This is Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Welcome back to Lakeside Lutheran High School as we're a few minutes away yet before the start of the slider bowl. Dennis, I'm going to be saying that a lot. The idea of battling for some sliders and some cheeseburgers. I mean, I'm a big guy, Dennis. I absolutely love it. Well, my uh, grandparents had a drive-in when I was growing up, and a great-uncle, and I grew up uh, cooking burgers and making French fries and stuff, so yeah, I'm a big burger guy, too. See, I was... So I, I'd, I'd come... I'd drive back from... I'd take an hour drive back here if uh, David would invite us back. I, I would absolutely do that, and I was just going to ask if you, you know, maybe got sick of them. I had some friends who worked at a drive-in, and they, at the end of the summer, just hated the smell of burgers and fryers. No, nah, that's what my wife says sometimes when she cooks, that after you're in the kitchen for so long, by the mm-hmm. time you actually sit down for the meal, you know, you're you're not hungry anymore. But nope, nope um, burgers in the grill. And actually, we still, uh, we grill in the middle of winter. Got charcoal and lighter fluid. And my dad used to do that growing up. Nothing like a burger yep. on a grill in December or January, I'll tell you. My parents would do that too growing up. Unfortunately, my wife and I, we've got an apartment. Don't really have a good space uh, to be able yeah, to do that. Yeah, you got to have a house. you got to have yeah, a, a place definitely. where you can get out. It's not the same if you have to go downstairs or two flights and go back and forth or, yeah. or sit outside and freeze your butt off. And, Dennis, if you didn't know this about me, I'm a little lazy. So that does not sound oh, appealing okay. to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> the GRB at Baseball Academy is baseball 
fault for the serious player. GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training goals and schedule with them this fall. Position group programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, power development, and you can reach your potential at the 52,000 square foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. Like I said, a couple of minutes away from the Slider Bowl, and this is a big game for both of these teams, Dennis, with Lakeside Lutheran, the Warriors sitting at 5-1 and one overall, 3-1 and one in conference. Then you have the Lake Mills L-Cats at 4-2 and 2-2 two and two and two in capital conference play. Yeah, Lakeside uh, with a win tonight will clinch a playoff berth. Uh, that'll make them 4-0, and oh, and uh, you're above 500, you're in the playoffs. And... And uh, if you look at uh, Lake uh, Mills, the uh, two and two, they need to win two of their last three games, and uh, they're going to finish up uh, after this with Turner and with Lodi. And Lodi's not an easy one, so uh, if they win this week and next week, then uh, the Lodi game is not quite as important. But yeah, you're looking at playoffs. So, and we're going to take a short break. As when we come back, we'll be getting ready for the kickoff between the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors and the Lake Mill Elcats here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Win or lose. We're going to walk out of the stadium tonight with our heads held high. That is amazing. Wow. What a game. Oh, my. Unbelievable. One more for the record books. Nothing's going to stop us now. And the buzzer knocks. Pick is up. Yes. He made it. Yes. Reverse layup is good with five seconds left. Put six on my staff. First title in program history. Being an in-state kid, everything that I wanted in the school was right at home. Every coach has a toolbox, and every tool is from another coach. Camaraderie, be able to hang out with each other and be together. Takes it all the way for the touchdown, led by a future Badger. I'm very excited for this kid because he is brilliant. What an absolute javelin toss. He's going to throw a jump pass and complete it for the two-point conversion to Hawk. I mean, we can see a lot of offense. Put the explanation point on it. And the buzzer! Do your best. Thank you so much for all you guys do for high school sports. Guys, I got goosebumps. It's all anybody can ask for. The biggest games, the most compelling stories, the area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Again, I'm Hunter Vaughn here alongside me, the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Sumrau. And Dennis, we've just had the national anthem, both teams getting set to go. We have the on the far sideline, the Lake Mills L Cats going all white uniforms. They've got white helmets with the blue script L Cats on the side, blue numbers and solid white pants. The other side for the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors. They're going the opposite direction. They've got all navy for the uniforms, white numbers, but then they've got the Penn State feel with the white helmets and the single blue stripe down the center. So, Dennis, 
rivalry game tonight. Lakeside yeah. Lutheran just had homecoming last week. You know, what's your message to both of these teams if you're either one of the head coaches coming into tonight with a huge rivalry game and some conference standing and playoff hopes on the line? This is what August is about in July, lifting in the summer, getting up at 6 o'clock every morning to come here and bond with your teammates. Two weeks of two-a-day practices. This is the kind of game you play for. And you look at, this is actually rivalry night around the area. Columbus at Lodi is a big one. Here's the big, the biggest one, the most played rivalry in the state, Baraboo at Reesburg. It is the 135th time, wow. and they're 64-64-6. and six. Oh, my So Whoever wins this one gets bragging rights for at least one year. Then you got uh, Madison Western Memorial. We talked about the clipboard game. And then Oregon and Wanakee has always been a good rivalry. Yep. And uh, Pat Rice actually was student taught and was an assistant at Oregon before he took over the head coaching job at Wanakee. So um, almost a, lot a little of, bit like Bo Schembechler with going from playing at Ohio, Ohio State, State to coach Michigan. Michigan. Yep. So you're looking at it's a it's it's one of those nights. Just guys go out and have fun. Limit the mistakes, and nobody talked about penalties, and that's been a big factor the last couple of games. We saw that in the Middleton-Verona game, Mm -hmm. uh, over 100 yards penalties, and that's going to, you know, you're you're behind the chains. Um, I don't expect to see personal foul penalties like I did when Middleton and Verona got together because both teams the last couple of years have pretty much hated each other. But uh, there's a lot of respect between these two, and like you said, Lake Mills is three blocks away. They walk over, but uh, Lakeside normally takes the bus over there. Well, it's okay to walk, too, but I'm sure come the end of, you know, October when the weather gets a little nasty, you might, hey, it's only three blocks, but I'm going to drive over. Yeah, and you mentioned that weightlifting in the summer and in the offseason, that's going to help you these teams try and not get injured, and that's something that Stoughton Health helps to provide comprehensive and compassionate care to the Stoughton community and the entire Madison area from their sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to our renowned ortho team with Dr. Ravel. Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. And the teams are getting lined up for that opening kickoff. It will be the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors will be the ones kicking off to Lake Mills. Lakeside Lutheran will be kicking from right to left on your 100.5 ESPN radio dials. As for Lake Mills back to return, they will have number six, Tristan Thede, alongside number 21, Brody Henderson, back to return. And we mentioned it in the pregame. Thede did have a 93-yard kick return in week one in their 45-28 victory over Wisconsin Dells for the LCATs. And kicking off will be Levi Burkholz. He'll play quarterback, safety, also plays basketball for Lakeside Lutheran. And the kick is a sidewinder taken in by at the nine-yard line on the near side. Makes a man miss. This is Henderson. Henderson across the 25 and brought down close to the 30. In the field here at Lakeside Lutheran, we don't have the individual yard markers, so I'm going to really have to rely on the scoreboard operators next to us for the exact yard spots. In other words, close enough for government work. Yes, exactly. Your guess is as good, or your guess is as good as mine. I'll mark that at the 28. 
It'll be first and 10 at the 28. Ball spotted on the near hash mark going from left to right for Caden Belling and the LCATS offense. They'll have two receivers to each side. Buck Holtz will be the running back flanking him to his right out of the gun. Knee high snap, quick pass to the near side. There's going to be a flag thrown. Is that Ruggie on the quick screen picks up about eight, but there's a couple of flags down. That's going to be a holding penalty. So you mentioned, Dennis, those penalties, and of course, first play of the game, we have some flags. Yeah, well, it's a little jinx right there. So that holding penalty is going to back the LCATs up. Back to the 24. So I actually picked up uh, six on that pass completion. The uh, penalty was marked from the point of infraction. So it could have been worse. First and 14 at the 24 for Belling. He'll have three receivers to his left, single receiver to the right out of the pistol. Licks his left hand, wipes it off on his left thigh. Play action, fires out to the far side for Buckholtz. Buckholtz gets back to the original line of scrimmage and is brought down near the 30. Oh, pickup of about five, maybe six on the play. Bringing up a second down and eight. So they'll give him six yards on first down. Second down and eight. Elcats will flip the formation now. One receiver up to the top. Three receivers to the bottom of the formation on the near side. Chest high snap, handoff up the middle. And stopped at the line of scrimmage. That was number eight, Ben Buckholtz, the 5'9", 195-pound senior running back. Buchholz last week, 223 yards and three touchdowns for the LCATs. Christian Stibbs, 6'5", 265-pound senior defensive tackle. Mike's that average is 6'3", 245 on that defensive line. Lake Mills. A little bit smaller, six foot two seventeen, but awful quick off the ball. Lake Mills will keep that same formation. Trips to the right, single receiver to the left. Belling pump fakes, fires to the far sideline. That's overthrown, intended for Kerrigan, over his head. Brings up a fourth down and five. Fourth and five for the Elcats. So that'll bring on their punter and kicker. Mason Levake back to return for Lakeside Lutheran. That'll be number 10. It's Trey Lauber. Yep. Uh, averaging, uh, Levick averaging just shy of uh, 41 yards a kick this year. Levick's punt, high oh, nice. spiraling kick. Lauber calls for the fair catch, lets it go over his head, bounces at the 15, takes an LCATS roll inside the 10, and down at about the five-yard line. Great punt for Levick. That's only his second punt on the year inside Inside the the 20. Right. (laughs) And that one you did not expect to go inside the 20. See where they marked the ball here. If it is the five, that would have been 62 yards. Jeez. Uh, they mark it actually at the six, so 61-yard punt. 
I think that'll move that average a little bit above 41 yards. Yeah, just kick. a little bit. It was probably about a 45-yarder on the fly and then had that extra about 15 yards on the bounce. First down and 10 at their own six for the Warriors. Burkholz in the pistol. Some movement up front. It looks like that this is going to go against the Elcats. Looks like Burkholz with the hard count drew Darren Phillips the nose tackle in this 3-4 defense for the Elcats offsides. Oh, That'll give... Yeah, first and 10 on the 6th. Now it gives them a little bit of breathing room. If nothing else, uh, your punter's not going to be with his back right, or foot right on the end line. Burkholz out of the pistol. He's got two running backs in the backfield, one to each side of him. Burkholz is going to fake the handoff. He'll take it to the right. He's going to be close to that first down marker. Yeah, we'll be calling his number 11 a lot, awful lot tonight. Uh, came into the game, 792 yards rushing, 9 yards a carry, 12 touchdowns. And he's only passed for two, but uh, he's only attempted 45 in six games. So wow. do the math, seven and a half passes a game. Burkholz picked up four on first down. It's second down and one with 9.13 left to go in the first quarter. We are scoreless here at Lakeside Lutheran in the slider bowl. Burkholz brings his tight end into motion from the right side over to the left. He's got a running back to each side of him again out of the pistol. Fakes the handoff. He'll hang on to it. Makes a man miss in the backfield. Has enough for the first down and is brought down by a trio of L-Cats. Brought down at the 20, it'll be a first and 10 at the 20 for the Warriors. The only one more nervous than uh, Burkholz's parents tonight, the athletic director, who's also the boys' basketball coach here. Well, see, I was about healthy. to throw out the coaching staff at the Citadel where he's going to be going to play basketball next year. But he's still got a high school basketball season, one of the uh, two-time all-conference player here. Handoff up the middle on first down to Caden Boo. Boo lowers his shoulder into the defense, has a gain of 12, picks up the first down for the Warriors. Back to back first downs here, and uh, see him moving the ball down the field, uh, averaging 289 yards rushing the game. We'll see an occasional pass, but uh, only if they get behind the chains, most likely. They only threw the ball seven times last week in their victory over Beloit Turner. Handoff on first down. It's like Boo again. Yep, and that was Boo in between the tackles. Just lowers his shoulder, keeps the legs moving, falls forward, and able to pick up of about four. Second down and six. We're inside eight minutes. Left to go in this first quarter. Lakeside Lutheran started with the ball on their own six. Have yet to throw the ball here as now they're all the way up to the 30, their own 38-yard line. Burkholz again in the pistol. He'll hand it off again to Boo. Straight ahead. Keeps moving. Has enough for another Lakeside Lutheran first down. He's across the 45. Mark him down at the 45, but it is still enough for a first down. First and 10 for Ma the Warriors. Mason Levesque, the uh, punter, is also a starting defensive tackle. 
number 52. He was hanging out for dear life and could not bring him down. Caden Boo, a 5'10", 146-pound running back, is the junior. But he's just so difficult to bring down. Fake the handoff to Boo. Burkholz turns up field. And they'll say that he was stopped. His forward progress was stopped. Burkholz's knee never went down. He wanted to just keep on running. And even with that stop, he still picked up four yards. Bring up a second down and six at their own 49. 6.30 remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, halfway through the quarter. That's what uh, natural running clock will do. Yep. Keep it moving. Ball spotted on the near hash mark. Going from right to left on your radio dials are the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors. It was second down and six. Burkholz again in the pistol. Receiver to each side. Running back flanking him to each side in the backfield. Fakes the handoff to Boo. Then he'll pitch it out to the outside. And spinning down, that was Yark. Yark picks up four. Nice shoestring tackle there by uh, Ruggig. Also starting wide receiver on the team. It's now third down and two. And that looks like as we're looking straight on from here in the press box, it's a long two yards. Probably call it something closer to a third down and three. Again, there's no individual yard markers here at Lakeside Lutheran. So as Dennis Summerall likes to say, it's close enough for government work. (laughs) Third down and a long two yards at the Lake Mills 47. Burkholz, chest high snap, hands it off to Boo up the middle. He breaks the tackle. He's across the 30, inside the 20, being chased down, inside the 10 and dragged down at the five-yard line. Caden Boo found a hole, took it straight up the middle, and the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors are inside the red zone with 5.09 remaining in the first quarter. And that's the problem, Dennis, with this triple option from the pistol that Lakeside Lutheran likes to run. You start getting those runs to the outside, picking up yards, and all of a sudden, Caden Boo is going to just gash you straight up the middle. Same formation again. Receiver to each side for Lakeside Lutheran. Two running backs in the backfield. Boo, who fakes the handoff. Excuse me, Burkholz faked the handoff, kept it himself, maybe picks up a yard. They'll give him a yard. Now it's second down at the five, second and goal. 4.30 remaining in the first quarter. And this drive started all the way back at the Warriors' own six-yard line. No pass attempts yet either, as it's a second down and goal to go at the five. Burkholz again in the pistol. Ten straight runs so far. Burkholz hands it off to Milsna. It's like Boo again, 26. And this triple option with the dark jerseys, it it's tough. Likes, likes to play tricks on you, Dennis. So Boo again picks up two yards. So it's third down and three. Third down and goal at the three, excuse me. Burkholz will go under center. He's got a three running back set now with a fullback in there. Handoff to Boo off the right side. He's met at the line and brought down. Gain of one to bring up fourth down. Derek Bruce, the nose tackle. 
Six foot two, forty-three pound senior with a tackle and kept him out of the end zone. And Bruce will split some time at nose tackle with Phillips, but Bruce that time able to split the blockers, get into the backfield. It's fourth down at the two. Again, they're going to go with that power formation. Three running backs in the backfield. Burkholz takes it up the middle, reaches for the goal line, and he's across for the touchdown. Lakeside Lutheran strikes first. 3.03 left to go in the first quarter on a two-yard quarterback keeper for Burkholz. 94-yard drive, 13 plays. Incredible. That includes the five-yard uh, penalty for offsides. S almost seven minutes on that drive. That's what you call ball control. Burkholz will be the one kicking. A great kick. End over end. Splits the uprights and is good. 7-0 our score. 3.03 left to go in the first quarter. We're going to take a short timeout as you were listening to Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. A two-yard quarterback keeper for Burkholz and the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors put them on top, seven to nothing. It'll be a squib kick from Burkholz. Taken up at the 25 and then spun down. That was Cooper Murphy on the return. So it'll be some solid field position. Samuel Schmidt, 36, with a tackle and play. So Murphy, the one on the return for the LCATs. Lake, or excuse me, Lakeside Lutheran didn't want Thede or Henderson a chance at a return, but then ended up giving the Elcats some good starting field position at the 35. Inside three minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Caden Belling breaks the huddle. He'll have trips to his left, single receiver to the right out of the pistol. His toes on his own 30. Chest high snap. Hands it off up the middle to Buckholtz. Buckholtz breaking a tackle across the 40 and brought down at the 41. Ben Buckholtz, again, last week, 223 yards on the ground. Tackle was made by 51 Benjamin Buxa for uh, Lakeside Lutheran. Headed for North Dakota to play football next year. He's a state finalist. Uh, Made the, the uh, state uh, tournament in uh, track and field, both a shot and disc. Very powerful. He's a mauler. I saw in with sports had him listed as a mauler on both sides of the ball. And that is definitely fitting now that we've seen him yep. play here tonight. As on second down, will be another run right up the middle. And yep. pick up about Buchholz two. Again. And that was Buchholz again. Inside, two minutes left to go. Warriors lead the Elcats 7 to nothing. 
It's a third down and two at their own 43 for the Elcats offense, trying to get something going after the Warriors marched all the way down the field, 94 yards to score the first touchdown of the game. Empty backfield, trips to the left, deuces to the right for Belling. Belling gets the snap, fires to the far side, has it complete over to the far side to Sten Broughton. Sten Broughton breaks some tackles down the far sideline, across the 40, and inside the 35. But there is a flag on the play near midfield. Heard some fans yell out holding. And the Elcats offense is going to be backing up. First team all-conference is a sophomore last year, Sten Broughton. Led the team in receiving. But it looks like starter on both sides of the ball, but we got a hold. It looked like Tristan Feedy was the one that got called for that holding penalty for the Elcats. Backing them up. Now it's third down and seven. Well, we just saw that Lake Mills can convert that after Stenbroten had a great run on that quick out route. Third down and seven. Balls on the far hash mark. Lake Mills own 38-yard line. First down marker at the 45. Belling looks to throw. Fires to the near side. Has him at... Man across the middle, that's Ruggy. Ruggy breaks a tackle across the 40 and brought down near the 35. Huge gain for J.P. Ruggy. Well, crossing pattern from right to left and found open spacer in the uh, zone. Picked up a nice chunk. That's a chunk play. You mentioned that zone defense. That's something you'd expect for a senior wide receiver like J.P. Ruggy to be able to find that empty area in the zone sit down in it and just make a nice easy completion for his senior quarterback Caden Belling at 26 yards on that completion first and 10 at the Lakeside Lutheran 36 ball on the far hash mark handoff to Buckholz up the middle he's met oh. in the backfield and ripped down by a group of Warriors in the backfield. Hey, Alex uh, Bear, number 78 and 74. Christian Stibbs met him right in the hole there, and he had nowhere to go. I think they're going to be a little generous with that forward progress as they'll only take off about a yard. So it'll be second down and 11 when we come back from a break as this is the end of the first quarter of action, 7 to nothing. Warriors lead the Elcats as you're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm out of as we get started here in the second quarter of action, Warriors leading the Elcats 7 to nothing. Elcats now switch directions. They'll be working from right to left on your 100.5 ESPN radio dials. Belling in the offense, looking over to the far sideline to get the signal in for the play call. Right now they've got two receivers to each side of the formation. With Buckholtz flanking Belling to his left. And now the officials are ready. Ball again spotted on the near hash mark going from right to left. Belling hands it off to Buckholtz to the right side. He cuts it up the field. And is hit at the 30, keeps his legs moving, brought down near the 25. Bookholtz picks up eight on first down. Trey Lauber, number 10, 
in on the uh, stop there. So it'll be a second down and eight, or excuse me, third down and eight. Oh, they'll actually give him an extra yard, so third down and one now. Again, that four-receiver set, two receivers to the left, two to the right. The lone running back flanking Belling. Belling quickly fires to the right side, has a completion, and that'll be enough for the first down. That was complete to Brody Henderson on the far sideline. Just ran a quick four-yard hitch, picked up enough for the first down. It'll be first and 10 at the 24 for the LCATs, trying to respond after Lakeside Lutheran touchdown. It's only the third possession of the game, and we're in the second quarter already. We're inside a minute gone in the second quarter. Belling out of the pistol. Chin high snap, hands it off to Buckholtz. Buckholtz has some room up the middle and then is met by a plethora of Warriors. Maybe got to the 20. Just inside the 20. Levi Burkholtz in the bottom of the pile there. Safety. Burkholtz just should just list him as athlete on the program. Should Lakeside Lutheran. He's listed as quarterback and defensive back, but at this point, doing the kicking duties, he will play safety, maybe move up to linebacker, just list him as an athlete. Right, Dennis? Yeah, I would be bringing the water out at halftime, I'm sure. Belling, pump fakes, fires deep down the far sideline into the end zone, and that is incomplete through the back of the end zone. He wanted his guy, J.P. Ruggie. Just too strong on second down. Brings up a third down and five. 10-0-1 on the clock here in the second quarter. The L-Cats making some substitutions. As they huddle at the Lakeside Lutheran 25. Line of scrimmage is at the 19. Need to get down to the 14 for a first down here on third. Belling in the pistol. Trips to his left. Single receiver to the right. Buckholtz three yards behind him. Waist high snap. He'll do a screen to the near side or far side for Buckholtz. Buckholtz on the far sideline. Breaks a tackle. Steps out of bounds at the 10, but a flag flies in the backfield. Hey, uh, backpedals pretty well, too, on offense. You see yeah. He, must, he got spun around, and he just uh, kept the feet moving. But we got a penalty. And look from the sound of the Lakeside Lutheran fans here below our press box. That is going to go against the Lake Mills L-Cats. So again, Dennis, we brought it up. That is a big holding penalty. Yeah, and we brought it up here at the beginning of the game. Penalties. They Just every time you and I do a game, we just see a lot of untimely penalties from one team. And tonight so far, it's been the L-Cats. As they trail the Warriors seven to nothing, wipes out a nice gain. Ends up being a 15-yarder mark from the point of infraction. So now third and long. I don't know how many 20-yard plays you got in your playbook, Coach, but need one here. Well, it looks like they're going to try to get those 20 yards. This is an empty backfield. Now he brings Buckholtz into motion, fakes the handoff on a jet sweep, tries to uh, fire to the far side to Ruggie, but that's over his head, out of bounds, bringing up a fourth down and 20. We should see the punting unit come out for the L-Cats. Yeah, Levesque's made a 37-yarder this year. That would be 51, and uh, not tonight. No, nope, Levesque will come out to punt. 
He's standing on the 47-yard line. Uh, first punt was 61. Doesn't want it. And this is a though. high spiraling punt. Bounces okay. at the goal uh, or at the five, and then rolls into the goal line. Well, that'll be a touchback on the punt. 9:15 left to go here in the first half. Warriors leading seven to nothing on the Lake Mills Lcats. As this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania for nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. You can head over to ZimbrickHonda.com or visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today to search current inventory. On first down, handoff yet again up the middle to Caden Boo. We're going to be saying that a whole lot. We're inside nine minutes left in the first half. Warriors lead seven to nothing. Lightside with only one drive, and it was a touchdown drive. 94 yards, 643 off the clock. And if they can knock another six minutes off the clock. And they get the ball to start the second half, too. So this is a key drive here for them. Warriors with a second down and eight at the 22. Burkholz will keep it. Breaks a tackle in the backfield as he's coming around the near side. Gets across the 25 and brought down at the 27. This will bring up a third down and short. Brandon Dwyer checking in for Lakeside Lutheran. So he'll be one of the two running backs in the backfield along with Caden Boo. Boo flanking Burkholz to his right. Dwyer to his left, receiver to each side of the formation. Fake the handoff to Boo. Burkholz takes it ahead, lowers his shoulder into a pair of defenders, gets across the 35, and picks up the first down for Lakeside Lutheran. Sam Horkin with a tackle there in the secondary. Yet to see a pass from Lakeside now. That's 16 straight runs. There's no need to pass, when, especially when you have Levi, Levi Burkholz, who are coming into tonight averages nine yards a carry as a quarterback. This is the save. It ain't broke. Go fix it. <laughs> Just keep it going. Oh, Another fake to Boo. Burkholz will hang on to it. This time he only picks up a couple as he tried to wrap around that left side. Near the 40, it was Burkholz. And the second key for Lake Mills was stop the run. A lot easier said than done. Yeah, so. it's almost contain the run and hope that you can just get enough stops at the right time if you're Lake Mills to try and force a punt or force the Warriors to have to pass. Second down and seven after a pickup of three. Burkholz hands off to Boo. Oh. Boo met at the line of scrimmage and ripped down. Derek Bruce there on the tackle. Alongside number one, Matthew Stenbroten, the outside linebacker there on the stop. They will give Boo a yard. Make it third down and five at the 40. So, some easy math, Dennis. First down marker at the 45. Hey, there you go. Every now and again, I can do a little bit of easy math. 
Burkholz in the pistol. Two running backs in his backfield. Fakes the handoff oh, nice to tackle. Boo, and he is brought down as Burkholz wanted to keep it, but Stenbroten there on the stop. First run for minus yardage tonight for Lakeside. And we're down to six minutes left in this first half. 18 minutes of game time, and we've finally seen the first run for negative yards for Lakeside Lutheran. It's a fourth down and eight. And Lakeside Lutheran is lining up with Burkholz in the pistol. But deep is Lauber. So they will actually go. It looks like they're lining up for a punt. And they were going with a little bit of a fake potentially. But then Lauber, high spiraling kick. Feedy will take it. But he is hit right away. Brought down. Lost a couple of yards. Did Feedy. As he was hit by Cole Lostetter. Well, oh, that's a tackle. The 6'1 junior sprinting down the field. And they will give some forward progress, though, so it'll be just past the 25 to the 27 for Lake Mills. 5.20 left to go in the half. 7-0 our score. Lake Mills has been able to, was able to move the ball on their second drive before an untimely holding penalty on a screen backed them up. Belling in the pistol. Trips to his right, single receiver to the left. Wipes his hands on his thighs, gets the thigh-high snap. Sprint out to the right. Now he stops, fires deep down the field. Oh, he has a man wide open at the 40, the 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Elcats. Tristan Feedy to the house. Huge play, Dennis, for the Lake Mills L-Cats. Did he see that breakaway speed, that kickoff return for a touchdown early in the year? He came in, though, averaging uh, just 8.7 uh, yards a catch. He had nine catches for 78 yards coming in. And that is a 73-yard pass play. He almost matched his season yardage wow. in one reception. Big was, play. Belling to Thede for 73 yards. And Levesque's kick is good. We're tied at seven apiece. 5.09 left to go in the first half of action here in the Slider Bowl. We're going to take a short break as you are listening to Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. A 73-yard touchdown pass from Caden Belling to Jake, or excuse me, to Tristan Feedy. Looked at the wrong number on my spotting board there, Dennis. Little, Tristan yeah. Feedy, the huge play, ties the game up at seven apiece with 5.09 left to go. That was a little sprint on the right sideline. Boo oh, dropped the to. kickoff that was close to the goal line. And it rolls into the end zone. It'll be a touchback. Again, in high school, if the ball goes into the end zone or you're in the end zone when you touch the ball on a kickoff, it is a touchback automatically. And that was just basically a fly pattern. 
go long. It was. <laughs> just go long. And just, he hit him right in stride. Perfect. Yeah, perfect that was a throwing. great pass. We've seen some overthrown passes from Belling, but not that time on the 73-yard bomb. First and 10 at the 20 for the Warriors. Burkholz again in the pistol. Gets the waist-high snap, hands it off up the middle for Boo. And Boo now maybe gets a yard just past the line of scrimmage. The Elcats defense looks like they have a little bit more pep in their step after that huge touchdown pass. Yeah, they're loading the box here because uh, they know that uh, Lakeside just wants to run the ball all night, so the whole thing is just get a hat on a hat. And, and uh, just assignment football here. Don't do anything. Uh, don't try to help out. Just uh, take your man, do what you have to do, and stuff him. Well, and you might as well load the box if you're the LCATs considering the Lakeside Lutheran's only thrown the ball just over 50 times this season so far. Burkholz keeps it. He's got a hole up the middle. He's hit at the 35 and brought down across the 40. Huge run for Levi Burkholz. Faked that handoff up the middle, took it behind his right guard that time, Thomas Dwyer, and had a bunch of running room across the 40 down to the 41. It's now first and 10 Warriors. Picked up 20 on that one. Four minutes left to go here in the first half. We're tied up at seven apiece. Burkholz again in the pistol. Shuffles his feet a little bit, licks his left hand, gets the snap, fakes that handoff again to Boo, and then takes it across the left side. Burkholz brought down close to the 45. He's taking some good shots there. He gets stood right up and spun around on that one. But Burkholz at 6'3", 182 pounds. Definitely a big body type of quarterback that can take a lot of those hits. Inside 330 now left. Second down and seven at the 44. He's got 57 yards rushing already here in the first half. Burkholz again in the pistol. Scans the defense, gets a snap, hands it off to Boo up the middle. Boo chugs forward close to the 50. And they'll mark him down right at the 50. This is going to bring up a third down and maybe a half a yard. And Dennis, I'm going to guess Lakeside Lutheran, they're going to run the ball here on third down in a couple of inches. Oh, you think? What do you, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Might be the most obvious thing that we uh, see here tonight. Call tonight. Burkholz under center. Three running backs yep. in the backfield and just straight ahead. Burkholz takes it, keeps the legs moving, and they'll give him the pickup of about two and it'll be enough for a first and ten warriors now we're down to 233 as the clock stops until those chains are set so now the clock moves inside 230 and that's the problem though now dennis we're looking at with for lakeside lutheran they keep moving the ball down the field and they're getting those first downs but they're at the 48 yard line with about two minutes left when they snap this ball yeah. And they've got 48 yards to have to go on first down and 10. Yeah, both teams with uh, each have three timeouts remaining. So they can uh, navigate it here a little bit. But when you want to run the ball, that eat up a lot of time, as we saw in that first drive. Burkholz gets a chin-high snap, keeps it again over to the left side. Burkholz cuts up field, hit at the 44 and brought down at the 
45. Pickup of three. Or excuse me, two down to the 46. So it'll be second down and eight. And now a minute 30 left. Again, Lakeside Lutheran has yet to use any of their Electrolyte timeouts. We've got 90 seconds left to go in the half. Burkholz in the pistol, two receivers to his left, two running backs in the backfield. Nobody to the right. Burkholz gets the snap, hands it off to Boo. Boo breaking tackles inside the 40, close to a first down. And they'll give him the first down. First and 10 at the 37. And we have a whistle and our first Electrolyte timeout of the game for the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors. As Electrolyte is the best electrolyte beverage for premium hydration. Whether you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need a pick-me-up, Electrolyte is the drink for you. Made with glucose as a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses that glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte is scientifically formulated to allow immediate absorption of essential minerals. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. A minute 16 left to go in the first half. 7-7 our score. And Dennis... Is there any chance that we see Lakeside Lutheran throw the ball as they have a first and 10 at the 38-yard line? Yeah, as we get inside, I think they they might have to here. Um, Burkholz hasn't attempted a field goal. He's done everything else for him, But I think they want to punch this one in here. So yeah, they might have to so far. 13, 19, 25, 26 straight carries. No passes. 26 straight runs for the Warriors of Lakeside Lutheran. First and 10 at the 38. Burkholz is going to keep it on the fake. He has some running room across the 30, 25, 10. Hit at the 5, dives for the end zone. Got it. Touchdown, Warriors. Huge run for Levi Burkholz. He kept it on the option. Got to the outside, to the sideline. Dove for the end zone and scores the touchdown with a minute eight left to go in the first half. Oh, that answers that question. (laughs) Don't worry about the pass. And that's what I get for trying to even just think about bringing up the pass with this Lakeside Lutheran offense. That puts him at 98 yards on the first half. And uh, Boo's got 88, so 186 yards rushing and no yards passing. More importantly, with the extra point here, it's 14 and points the on the scoreboard. extra point is no good. They're oh, going no. to say wide right Ooh. that time. So Ooh. we'll stay at a 13-7 score with a minute 08 left to go here in the first half of action. Coming up at halftime will be the Great Dane Halftime Show. as the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft Beer and pub food since 1994 with four locations in the Madison area. It's easy to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. You can visit thegreatdanepub.com to find a location near you. And Dennis finally ate there, had some cheese curds. Honestly, one of my one of the best cheese curds that I've ever had. Excellent ranch with them, which my wife tells me is the key to really good cheese curds. Loved the ranch uh. there. 
was there for the Great Dane huddle driven by Metro Kia uh, just the other week when we had the Don, Barry Alvarez there. Oh, yes. Finally got to meet him. First time I ever had an interaction with him. Absolutely amazing. You can see that whole interview and get that whole show over at WisconsinOnDemand.com or wherever you get your podcasts. As Feedy gets the kickoff at the 10, he has an angle, and he is off to the races across midfield, and then finally shoved out of bounds inside the 30. Looks like he picked it up about the 9-yard line. Tristan Feedy making his presence felt in the first half, a 73-yard touchdown reception, and then a huge kickoff return from his own 9-yard line all the way down to the 26. It'll be first and 10 at the 26, 55 seconds left in the first half. So the Lake Mills Cats a chance to, if not tie, even take the lead because of the missed extra point. Warriors only lead 13 to 7. 65 yards on the kickoff return. Burkholz, the kicker, actually knocked him. Belling, quick pass to the near side, breaks a tackle into the end zone is Kerrigan. Touchdown, Elcats. No flags on the field. With 47 seconds, we've got a tied game. What happened here? Two plays, 91 yards, kickoff return in the pass. Well, now we see why the teams have uh, averaged uh, over 36 points a game each. Now the big plays are starting to come out here. It was a defensive struggle here for a little over a quarter and a half. And now, now the offenses are saying, no, let's, let's put some points up for the fans. And, and we get a flag. And now a flag. And there's some pre-snap movement on Lake Mills before the kick. This will back it up. Backs him up a couple. Now, Levesque will be kicking from the 15. He has hit field goals from inside this distance, and that is straight through the uprights and good. So it's a lead now for the LCATs, 14 to 13, with 47 seconds left to go in this first half. Dennis, we were just thinking. 13 to 7. Maybe Lake Mills could maybe do something to try and get into field goal range at least, but that huge kick return from Tristan Thede gets them into scoring range. And the very next play, Liam Kerrigan gets the 28 yard touchdown pass. And Lake Mills all of a sudden has the lead. <laughs> Two plays from scrimmage. And uh, that's 99 yards. Two long pass plays. And uh, now we see uh, what Belling, they've been effective all year passing and running the ball, uh, averaging almost 210 yards rushing and 203 yards passing a game. But for Belling now, we came into the game with 13 touchdowns, 15 now, and it puts him up uh, close to 1,500 yards passing. And Belling on that touchdown pass now, like you said, 15 touchdown passes on the season. Last year he had 22 so definitely a chance for him to get past that 22 touchdown season he had a year ago for the Elcats. 
Yeah, Kerrigan came in with the lead as the leading receiver with 22 catches and 299 yards. That's his sixth touchdown of the season. Levesque's kick end over end. Boo's going to take it at his own four. Boo straight ahead across the 10, 15, 20. Hit just past the 20 and brought down close to the 25. So 41.3 seconds to go to be exact, Dennis. Any chance we finally see a pass from the Warriors? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Might have a couple of runs and then just call it a day. I don't know if uh, they, tr- they trust... Uh, some coaches will say only bad things can happen when you put the ball in the air. And that's usually coaches that like to run the football well, say that. <laughs> so uh, we'll I think see. it was Daryl Royal, the old Texas Longhorns coach, used to say there's three things that can happen when you pass. Two of them are bad. bad. Yes. First and 10 at the 25. 41 seconds left to go. Burkholz in the pistol. Gets the snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Boo. Tries to take it to the near side. Makes a man miss. Makes another miss across the 30 and brought down at the 32. And the clock never started running. Yeah. So. (laughs) Oops. Now it's running. Yeah, the clock operators here next to us, it looks like they signaled that there should have been about five-second runoff there. So we're down to 29 seconds now. And the referee stops the play now to have a conversation with one of the other officials. I'm, I would assume this has to do with the clock. Now the officials head over to the sideline to talk to head coach Paul Bauer. It's 22nd season here at Lakeside Lutheran. Looking to get his 142nd win on the season. Or not on the season, excuse me, in his career. So now they have it figured out inside 20 seconds left. Hand off to Boo. Boo goes straight ahead. He fumbles the ball. There's a scrum for it. Lake Mills says they have it, and they do. At the 35-yard line, 12 seconds left to go in the half. And the Lake Mills L-Cats... Chance to maybe put some more points on the board before halftime. Looked like Tristan Thede, number six, came up with that loose ball. Tristan Thede becoming a very quick candidate, Dennis, to be the one to pound the stone for the L-Cats after the game. 12.6 seconds left, 35 yards to go. They can do it. And that pound the stone, that's one of their mottos on the season for the L-Cats. They came out onto the field with a sledgehammer, and then after the game, instead of doing a game ball, one player gets chosen to pound the stone and literally break stones with a sledgehammer. We do have another Electrolyte timeout with 12.6 seconds left to go in the first half. Again, the Elcats leading the Warriors 14-3 coming up at halftime. We'll hear from the UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week this week. Gwen Crawl, a volleyball player. His UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. Learn more at uwcu.org. 
So, Dennis, I'm going to just take a guess that the Elcats probably going to try and take a look at getting the ball into the hands of Tristan Thede. I'd say that's a pretty good guess. Yeah, that's and uh, they scored in eight seconds on that uh, last drive. So Well, and that was only eight seconds because of Liam well, Kerrigan needing to run, run 28 points. yards yeah, yeah. to get into the end zone. Empty backfield for Belling. Belling fires quickly to the far side. He's got Stone Burton. He's down the sideline across the 20 and then finally shoved out of bounds near the 15. Sten Broton picks up a first down. 5.3 seconds now left. Be first and 10 for the Elcats. And with 5.3 left, they're going to bring out the kicking unit. Mason Levake will be on to kick this field goal. Ball spotted on the far hash mark. Should be about a 33-yarder here. Maybe 32 and a half, Dennis, just because <laughs> I can't agree with you all the time. I know you're the dean of area high school sports. But. Well, it's usually 7 uh, plus the 10 for the, uh, oh, and they're going to call a timeout instead. Lake Mills will call a timeout to potentially ice their own kicker, (laughs) Mason LeVake. And I think there was, you know, joking aside on that, it looked like maybe they were going to get called for a delay of game. We're a little slow to get that special teams unit out. Wanted to see how much time was left on the clock before they made a decision. So five seconds left to go on the clock. 14-13 our score. The LCATs on top of the Warriors here in the slider bowl. This will be about a 32-yard field goal attempt. Beautiful fall night here. Mason LeVake, and it is a perfect fall night. You know, Dennis, I'm not a big fan of the early season games. I love high school football, but... I don't like those mid-August games when it's 80, 90 degrees out and it's almost sunny the entire time. I absolutely love this type of fall weather, finally. Levake on for the kick. Side-winding kick, but it goes through the uprights and is good. 17-13, our score now. Lake Mills Cats. Scoring three times, or excuse me, twice here in this second quarter. Or no, three times, yep. I had one marked in the first quarter on accident there, Dennis. But it's a 33-yard field goal for the Cats. As Levesque now, he's two for three on the season for field goal attempts. So 1.4 seconds left on that clock. Probably going to see a squib kick here from Levesque. Let that clock run out and head into the locker room with a four-point lead for the Elcats. They've just scored 10 points in 19.2 seconds. And the uh, first touchdown was an 11, so in just over a half a minute, they scored all 17 of their points. And the squib kick taken in by the Warriors. And the clock did not start. And the clock never ran. Lake Mills pointing over at the clock. Well, until it was touched by the defense, but he was down. Yeah, he had his knee down. That was number 72, Thomas Dwyer, 
was the one that took in that kick. So his knee was down, and they're going to, say, wind the clock and send it into the locker room. So at the half, 17-13 our score. The Elcats on top of the Warriors. And Dennis, just real quick, I mean, I think the if we look back at your keys to victory for both teams, one of the things that's going to pop up is that turnover battle. Yeah, turnover battle uh, for Lake Mills. They, they're winning it so far. They got the fumble and um, winning first down on offense. Well, <laughs> when you go 73 yards on first down, touchdown, 19 yards, first down, and then set up a field goal, it doesn't well, get much better than that. And 28 yards for that and, touchdown. That was a first down pass. First down pass. That was so. that's a 26. So that's correct after the long kickoff. So. Yeah, they're winning the first down, I'd say. I'd say. Yeah, they're, they're doing pretty well on first down are the Lake Mills Elcats. Again, 17-13 to 13 our score at the half. Lake Mills on top of Lakeside Lutheran in the slider bowl. So we're going to send it back to the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios to Alex Gravatt. He's going to have some scores from around the area for you at the half. Again, 17-13 our score. Lake Mills on top of Lakeside Lutheran. So this is Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. I'm Alex Gravatt. This is your Great Dane Halftime. Prep Mania is brought to you by Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Always fun, always family friendly. And with four locations in the Madison area, it's never been easier to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions for lunch or dinner today. Visit GreatDanePub.com to find the nearest location to you, Eastside, Downtown, Fitchburg, or Hilldale. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. And as we look across the area, we've got some good games. Obviously, none better than Lake Mills at Lakeside Lutheran tonight, as that is 21 to 13. Or, yeah, 21 to 13. But looking across at the Capital Conference, we've got scores from everyone. Columbus, with just a few seconds left, scores again. So now it's 14 to 7 against Lodi. My apologies, 17-13 to 13 for Lake Mills at Lakeside Lutheran. Uh, Columbus is up 14-7 to seven after the first play of the game for Lodi. Went the full 80 yards, and they have not scored since that first one. Then we've got Bigfoot at New Glarus on the 26th. The school board announced that New Glarus and Monticello would no longer be a union co-op for the two schools, and so they're playing for something this week. That's going to go into effect in a few years, but New Glarus is winning 12-0. to Beloit Turner at Edgewood. Edgewood is handling that well, 14-0. to And then as we turn to the Big 8, Madison LaFollette versus Verona. That was yesterday. Verona scored 42 to Madison LaFall, it's zero. We do not have a score from Janesville Craig at Madison East. If you're at that game, if you know somebody at that game, feel free to call us or text us, 844-770-3776. And as always, you can tweet at us at ESPN Madison. Madison West is at Madison Memorial. Madison Memorial's rolling 14-0 right now. And Middleton visiting Janesville Parker, 22-6. Badger Large, we've got... Milton at number two, Sun Prairie. It is Sun Prairie East's homecoming game. 
So if you have a score for that game, that's another one we're looking for, please call us, text us, tweet us, 844-770-3776. Then we turn from number two to number one is Wanakee. The Wanakee Warriors are hosting Oregon. It is Wanakee's homecoming, and they are just rolling with it. 27-0 was the last report. It was around halftime. And then Sun Prairie West at Beaver Dam. Sun Prairie West, last we saw before halftime, was 7-0. Shout out ESPN, Beaver Dam, and the Daily Dodge for having that game for us. In the Badger Small, a great game between Portage and Stoughton with just 15 seconds left. Portage scores to make it 12-7 to against Stoughton. Uh, then we turn to Badger crossover game. This is one that our good friend Dennis Semrau mentioned to us earlier. That is 19 for Mount Horror Barneveld to Watertown's zero. There was a blocked point after attempt and then a failed two-point conversion, which is seeming to be a trend across the area lately. And then in the Rock Valley, the number one school in Division Three football, Monroe Cheesemakers, making sure you know they're number one. Uh, they scored 34 points to Edgerton's zero, and there's just under a minute left in that game, so I'm sure pretty shortly in the second half we will be hitting that rolling clock. And remember, you can watch our game, Lake Mills at Lakeside Lutheran, Lake Mills winning 17-13. to You can watch that game on Wisconsin On Demand. We've got it streaming live for and free for all or you can stay tuned right here to 100.5 and watch at, or and listen to our great duo Hunter Vaughn and the Dean of Area High School Dennis Semrau that scoreboard update is brought to you by Stoughton Health nobody plans on getting injured but when you do you need to get back on track Stoughton Health has rehab locations in Stoughton and Oregon so it's convenient for your recovery learn more at stoughtonhealth.com Stoughton Health Creating excellence together. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation Prep Mania right here on 100.5, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Rolling back in to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Alex Gravatt in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios alongside my main man, Colin Russo. We have a student athlete of the week, UW Credit Union student athlete of the week to be exact, and UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions for you. Learn more at uwcu.org. Before we get there, I do want to make one last statement. Uh, Monroe Cheesemakers scored again with less than a minute to go, so that score is now 40-0. to zero. Here is UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Gwen Kroll. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Gwen Kroll from McFarland High School. Yeah. Welcome, Gwen. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Uh, what's it like to be a, a student athlete at McFarland High School? Um, it's really fun. In McFarland, like, we really get into a lot of school spirit stuff. And recently, like, our football team has been really helping with the volleyball team. And, like, we all just kind of support each other. So it's just, it's really fun to be an athlete at McFarland. Now, uh, what is the first sport you remember playing? First sport I remember playing is soccer, probably when I was in about kindergarten, and it was not pretty. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's sort of like t-ball. A lot of people running oh, yeah, around yeah. In circles mm-hmm. and yep. having fun. But volleyball, you gravitated toward. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the first experience you remember there, and uh, who's had the biggest influence on that for you? 
Yeah, the first experience I remember is actually the Badger volleyball camp when I was really young. And I think it was just like a skills camp. I was just learning how to pass. But what inspired me to really play volleyball is my mom, who actually did play for the Badgers as well. Because she was just in a phenomenal middle, and I always kind of looked up to her just growing up. So, yeah, I'd say she really inspired me to play volleyball. So you get the height from mom and dad? Oh, yeah. My mom's 5'11", my dad's 6'5", so I'm right in the middle of them. And now Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. How did that come into play that uh, you ended up uh, heading over that way now, uh, starting now uh, this winter? Right, yeah. Yeah, so I've always kind of talked to Bowling Green since I was about a sophomore or junior, and I went to a camp actually um, going into my junior year, and I just immediately fell in love with the campus and the players and the coaches. And so I really had a great relationship with them, and then I actually ended up committing in April. So, yeah. Now, I've interviewed a number of athletes like mm-hmm. the Nelson Brothers at Stoughton who decided to play football and left in January, graduated right. early. Mm-hmm. But I don't see a lot of female athletes oh, yeah. that have done mm-hmm. that. Now, you, you mentioned uh, in a phone interview that uh, Bowling Green, that's something that they encourage. Yeah, so um, they really like to get their players out there early just so maybe they can like have an easier transition with fall season and like becoming an athlete earlier can really help just start off your freshman year like with a bang and so I'm really excited to get there in the spring and start training with the team and just see how I fit in there. So what what did that do from an academic standpoint? You know Braylon Allen mm-hmm. recommitted a whole year right, from yeah. a Badger football player. What were the steps like for you? When did you make that decision and then what did you have to do so you could make this happen that you'd be able to graduate in December? Yeah so I made this decision when I committed and then I've just worked a lot with my counselors and I've fixed my schedule so I have the right amount of credits and so I'm doing a full load my senior year which isn't very common but um, it's good enough for me because I just want to get down there really early and start playing volleyball. Right and now to get to play with your sister and to go to state for the first time in in 20 years. Right. We've finally been mm-hmm. there. What was that whole experience like? It was absolutely amazing. We knew we were going to be pretty good my freshman year, but we didn't know we were going to be state level good. And so when we won the sectional final, I think we were like, oh my gosh, we made it this far. This is crazy because we literally hadn't gone in 20 years. So no one really knew what to do. But, you know, after the first year, it kind of became an expectation to go to state. So then the past two years, obviously, we've been to state, and now this year we're still looking at state. I think it's still a realistic goal for us. Safe to say the bar has been raised. Yes, very (laughs) much so, very much so. Well, our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Gwen Kroll from McFarland High School. Congrats. Have a great senior year. Thank you. And we'll be back with Hunter Vaughn in the second half in just a second after this. This is 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Welcome back to the second half of action as the kickoff is a line drive from LeVake. Taken in by Boo on the near side. Boo across the 20-25. Hit at the 30. Goes right over his defender just across the 30. And there's Liam Kerrigan there on the stop for the LCATs. Again, 17-13 our score. That was an old nutcracker drill. A running back with a ball and a defender going, boom, head-to-head. Crunch. <laughs> you can hear it up here. First and 10 at the 33. Ball will be spotted on the near hash mark. Again, going from left to right on your 100.5 ESPN radio dials. Evenly matched first half. 196 yards offense for Lakeside Lutheran. 194 for Lake Mills. 
Burkholz in the pistol, trips to his left, single receiver to the right. Boo the running back to his left, fakes the handoff to Boo, wants to go straight ahead, but he's met in the backfield by a trio of L-Cats. Darren Phillips, one of the linemen there. A pack of cats, a herd of cats. A I like cloud of cats. I like a herd. But that's not the right word, Dennis. But the, the, you're the writer. You should but it's, care it's about herd, that. Herding cats. It's like herding cats. So that's where I get it from. I know it's a I cloud. Guess, I guess. I, I, I like herd better. I, I don't Because I, I got three at home and uh. they are a herd. <laughs> Trust me. Second down and nine at the 34. Burkholz again fakes the handoff. Wanted to pitch, but then keeps it himself. Goes straight ahead. Close to the 35 again. And he's going to be pushed backwards. They'll give him a half a yard, bring up a third down and eight at the 35. 11 minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, all the yards uh, first half for Lakeside were rushing. At halftime, uh, Burkholz had uh, 16 carries for 104 yards, and it was uh, 13 for 92 for Boo. But uh, coming out of here, Lake Mills determined to stuff that run game here. Just two yards in the first two carries here in the second half. Warriors go with a four-receiver set. Trips to the right, single receiver to the left. Burkholz in the pistol. Gets the waist-high snap. Looks to the near side. Throws for the first time. Has a completion to Lauber. Enough for the first down. A pass. And across the 45. Oh, my God, a pass. <laughs> That's the first pass of the game for Lakeside Lutheran. And we've got 10-25 left to go in the first half. You would have thought they scored a touchdown by our reaction, Dennis. <laughs> the over-under was uh, somewhere in the third quarter. And that's what it was. So, well, they attempted seven passes last week in that win against Beloit Turner. Levi Burkholz was 3 of 7 for 58 yards, completed his first pass of the day, and it's a first and 10 at their own 45. Burkholz pitches it out to the far side. To Milsna. Milsna strung out, run, or brought down close to the out-of-bounds marker on the far side. They'll say his knee went down out-of-bounds. That keeps keeps the clock running and a loss of two on first down to bring up a second down and 12. Yeah, strung that out one out very well. Good Elcat uh, defense. Second. Little, little, little history that they were once known as the Hellcats. Ah. Somebody didn't like hell, so they shortened it to L-Cats. And I uh, love the logo. Similar to uh, Tampa Bay being the Devil Rays and then the, switched to the, the Rays. Rays. Yep. Second down in 12 for the Warriors on their own 43. Back to that two running back backfield. Play action pass. Burkholz is going to rainbow a pass down the far side or near sideline. And is that intercepted? It is. Wanted his tight end, Josh Jorgensen. Uh-oh. And there's an injury on the field. Wanted a jump ball on the near sideline for Josh Jorgensen. That ball just a little underthrown from Levi Burkholz. Throws the interception with 9.01 left to go. As you're listening to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania, Zimbrick Honda for nearly 50 years. Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality honda vehicles the trusted staff of zimbrick honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style if you're looking for a newer used honda visit zimbrick honda in madison today or head to zimbrickhonda.com to search inventory 
That was Brody Henderson on the uh, interception there. He got up, walked off the field, but just to sit out of play. So let's take call timeout. An officials timeout on that one. <coughs> so Lake Mills is winning the turnover battle now. They have, uh, have a fumble recovery and an interception here in the game. After that interception, 9:01 left to go in the third quarter. Hand off to Buckholtz. Buckholtz turns up field, gets across the 30, and is tripped up and brought down at the 32. So on first down, there will be a pickup of five for the L-Cats, formerly known as the Hellcats. left on the clock here in the third quarter. Bellcats lead by four, 17-13 on the Warriors. Belling in the gun, deuces to each side of the formation. Single running back flanking him to the left is Buckholtz. Buckholtz gets the handoff to the far side, starts turning up field. Buckholtz brought down at the 35. They maybe give him a yard. So it'll be third down and two now at the 35. So the first down marker at the 37. Ball spotted on the far hash mark for the L-Cats as they go from right to left. Empty backfield. Three receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Belling gets the knee-eye snap, fires quickly to the near side. He has his man, Feedy. Feedy. Stopped at the 40. That'll be enough for the first down. Burkholz with a tackle on the play. So Burkholz following, throwing that interception. Makes a tackle on defense. Again, he does it all. He's handling the kicking duties for the Warriors. Quarterback also plays safety. And as you said, Dennis... Probably even does some work with the water coolers as well. He's a dozen, he's a do-it-all guy for the Warriors of Lakeside Lutheran. First and 10 at the 40. Belling again will throw. Pump fakes. Looks down the near sideline. Rainbow's a pass deep, and that's over the head and out of bounds intended for Matthew Stenbroten. Incomplete. There on the coverage for... Lakeside Lutheran, Levi Burkholz was coming over, as was Cooper Milsna. Second down and 10 inside seven minutes remaining. First half, Belling was 8 of 11 for 164 yards and two touchdowns. So now we've got him at 9 for 13 for 169. That's a very productive day. Only 25 yards rushing in the first half, though, for... uh, Mike Mills, a little unusual there, but they went they went big uh, uh, through the air, and we have a flag. And it looks like this is going to be a false start. Okay. It is false start against Lake Mills, so that'll back them up. Again, we've seen that a couple of times from this Lake Mills team, where they've gotten some momentum going, and then all of a sudden a false start or a holding penalty ends up backing them up and stalling out their drives. They've had those big plays, but when it's come to sustained drives, drives for Lake right. Mills, that's where they've kind of seen some issues. Well, three, two touchdowns and a field goal in a span of about 31 seconds. 
but can't sustain that. Uh, eventually, with that lead, they just want to be able to milk the clock here and punch mm -hmm. one in and get a two-score lead. Belling to throw, screen to the far side. He has Buckholtz. Buckholtz breaks the tackle at the line of scrimmage, keeps moving forward, flag uh -huh. down. Picked up four on the screen, did Buckholtz. But it looks like this might be a holding penalty against Lake Mills to back them up even further. That game five and on the play, but... And that is a penalty against Lake Mills. That's a personal foul. And the coaching staff for Lakeside Lutheran still unhappy about something even after that penalty goes their way. Yeah, it is a, a personal foul penalty. Might have been a crackback block in there. Yeah, and that's one of those blocks that 20 years ago they were more okay with in the game, but trying to protect players. Second down and 27 at their own 23-yard line. First down marker is at midfield for the LCATs. Two receivers to the left, single receiver to the right for Belling. Screen to the near side. He has a completion to Thede. Thede breaks a tackle at the 25s, moves forward down across the 30 at the 31. That'll bring up a third down and 19 now for Lake Mills. Six minutes remaining in the third quarter. Lake Mills leads 17 to 13 as this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. So on this third down and 19, Belling will be in the gun. Waist high snap, drops back to pass. Looks right, now rolls out to the near side. Fires down the near sideline, has a man open, and it's knocked away. Cooper Milsna gets a hand on the pass. Incomplete. Fourth down and 19 now for the LCATs. Look like uh, number yeah, Milsna 12. Good job there. Just got it up there to deflect it. That would have been a big gain. But instead, force a punt. Levesque on to punt. Standing near his own 15. High end over end kick, bouncing at the 36 and out of bounds at the 35. Lakeside Lutheran coach there to point it out for the officials, make sure they get the exact right spot. So with 537 left, it'll be a first and 10 at the 35. Stick around after the game for the Stoughton Trailers final haul as big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers and their customers want more. Join a winning team, immediate openings at higher new pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Big trailers and big opportunities are at Stoughton Trailers. First and 10 at the 35. Burkholz in the pistol again. He'll keep it on the near side. And then stumbles down as he gets across the 40. Uh, time of the night we're a little dew. Grass is a little slick there. Still a good gain on first down. Well, that was a move from Burkholz. He started like he wanted to cut to his left. And then all of a sudden changed his mind. And the next thing he knew is... 
feet were going left, but his upper body was trying to go to the right and just kind of baseball slid down as he got past the 40. Pickup of seven on first down, second and three at the 42. Burkholz looks over to the near sideline, licking his left index and middle finger, and then wipes him off on his thigh, brings his tight end into motion from the right side over to the left. Burkholz, chin high snap. He'll keep it on a fake handoff. Spins away from a tackle at the 45 and brought down close to midfield at the 49. They'll give him that extra half yard, so it'll be right at the 50. First and 10 from the 50. 430 remaining in the third quarter. Warriors trail the Elcats 17-13. to 13. Not as successful as last week with his 10 yards a carry, but he's averaging 6 yards a carry here tonight on 20 carries. Very good performance here for Burkholz. Burkholz keeping that two running back formation from the pistol. Gets the snap, fakes the handoff to Boo, breaks the tackle in the backfield, cuts up field across the 45 and brought down close to the first down marker at the 40. Awful tough uh, first contact. Uh, you cannot bring him down. He's... Whatever they're doing in practice to make sure, one, you hang on to the football, and two, you keep your feet moving, and he's able to pick up a lot of uh, extra yards, you know, second effort yards. Another 10 on that one. Second effort gets them a first and 10 at the 40-yard line of the LCATs. Working from left to right are the Warriors. Ball's on the near hash mark. Burkholz in the pistol. Gets the snap again, hands it off for Boo. Boo dragging Feedy across the 35 and down to the 33. You're the Boo, Boo for Boo. And this is the one time where the Boo birds, they're a good thing for the Warriors. He came in averaging almost six yards a carry, and you can see why. Good, Good effort. Second and four after a gain of six at the 34. That same formation again for Burkholz. Licks his fingers, brings his hands up to his chest, waits for the snap, gets the chest high snap, nearly fumbles it, hands it off to Boo. Boo again dragging defenders forward, has enough for the first down to the 25, but there are flags on the play. These came from the secondary. Possible face mask. And there was... About four defenders for the Elcats there around Caden Boo. So that is it a is. possibility, and face it mask. is a face mask penalty. That'll move the line of scrimmage forward even more for the Warriors. It's a pickup of nine. Puts him over 100 yards rushing tonight. And that was out to the 25, and it looks like Half the distance to the goal. So personal foul penalty should be first and 10 on the 12. Yeah, since it was inside the 30. The first and 10 at the 12. Three minutes remaining in the third quarter. Warriors trail the Elcats 17 to 13. Official now starts the clock. Burkholz again in the pistol. Two, a receiver to each side of the formation. Two running backs in the backfield. Hand off to Boo yet again up the middle. And he keeps just pulling defenders forward. He was met in the backfield and then is brought down close to the 10-yard line there on the stop. And it's put back Veer just it's like Novocaine. <laughs> just numbs you. 
second and eight after a gain of two. Balls on the near hash mark as the Warriors go from left to right. Burkholz again in the pistol. He has those split backs again. Nearly loses the snap. Gets the handoff off, though, to Crandon Dwyer. And Dwyer is able to pick up a couple. These handoffs between the tackles, Dennis, eventually... Lakeside Lutheran might all of a sudden hit a counter or a sweep to the outside and, and catch this first, defense sleeping. Dwyer's first carry of the night. And Dwyer will stay in at running back as he flanks Burkholz to the right. Boo the running back to his left in this split veer. Burkholz again in the pistol. Receiver to each side. Burkholz gets the waist high snap. Fakes it to Boo, keeps it himself, goes up the middle, hit hard at the five. And he's brought down at the two. And they'll move it forward to the one. So that'll be a first and goal now at the one yard line for Burkholz. We saw the first score of the game, Burkholz scored on a two yard QB keeper with three minutes left in that first quarter. We're seeing a similar drive here in the third quarter as we're down to a, inside a minute 20 left in the third. Burkholz under center. He'll keep it. Leans forward. No call yet. Still no call from the officials. And there it is. Touchdown, Warriors. And Lakeside Lutheran retakes the lead with a minute three left to go in the third quarter. A one-yard touchdown run from Levi Burkholz. And Burkholz stays on for the extra point attempt. The snap, the ball spun, end over end kick goes right through the uprights and good. 20 to 17, our score. Lakeside Lutheran retakes the lead. We're going to step aside for a short break as you're listening to Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Twenty to seventeen, our score. The Lakeside Lutheran Warriors retake the lead. They had a thirteen to seven lead, but then we saw three scores from, or excuse me, two scores back to back for the L Cats for them to take the lead at the break. And now a squib kick. Don't want to give Thede a chance, but Blake Mills L Cats they get it at the thirty-four now. Yeah, it's falling on that one. Looks like it's going to be a very exciting fourth quarter here. That's what we always want to see out of these rivalry games, Dennis. Just the close nail biters. It seems like no matter how good one team is, it's always a close game in these rivalries as it's the slider bowl tonight. Belling hands off to Buckholtz. Buckholtz breaks free. He's across midfield. The 40, 30, one man to beat. He's 20, gone. 10, 5. Touchdown, Touchdown. Lcats. Yeah. Baby. Ben 
Buckholtz answers back with 48 seconds left in the third quarter. A huge touchdown run. 65 yards there. Just when we talked about uh, he got more yards on that carry than they've had coming into this uh, this uh, possession, rushing the whole game. But we can see uh, speed kills on that one. And that was 48.7. What did we start out with? Uh, 9.7 seconds. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty fast, I'd with, say, with, Ben Buckholtz is. The extra point is through the uprights and good. It's back to a four-point lead now for the L-Cats. As Ben Buckholtz takes it in from 65 yards out. And Dennis, we keep talking about it, these big plays for the L-Cats. That 65-yard touchdown from Buckholtz. They also saw a 28-yard screen pass to Kerrigan and a 73-yard pass touchdown pass to Thede. Oh, and by the way, Thede also had a 68-yard kickoff return. It didn't go for a touchdown. But again, just huge plays for this L-Cats team. All four of their scores are combined less than 40 seconds tonight of, uh, of actual playing time. So the big plays. And again, that was uh, stop the run, minimize big plays. Well, had stopped the run until that point, and that time they didn't stop the run, and they did not minimize the big play. They've been able to run the football at Lakeside tonight and keep Lakey Mills' offense off the field. And you can see why they want to keep them off the field oh. with those four quick scores. Levesque on to kick, end over end kick. Boo will take it inside his five. He's across the 10, up the middle. The 20, angles at the 25, and brought down close to the 30. By a pair of defenders, Kerrigan was there. Long with that looked like number 19, Cole Lostetter for the, or excuse me, I was looking at the no, that was, Lakeside yeah, Lutheran. 18, uh, Ruta, 18. Rudabush. Rudabush there. Rudy, Rudy. You were telling me you saw Rudy on TV just a little while yeah, it's ago. Been, Always uh, got to watch it. It's leaving, uh, I think, it's been on Netflix, and I think it's leaving after this month. Oh. Oh, it might have been last night. Always the, the worst part of the streaming services when stuff leaves. Mm -hmm. Burke Holtz on first down. He'll keep it. Muscles ahead across the 30. They'll say a pickup of about four. Inside 30 seconds now. Second down and six at the 32. About 30 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. It looks like Lakeside Lutheran might try and let this one run out. It's going to be close. We're down to 15 now on second down. Now down to 10 left in the quarter. Burkholz gets set, down to five now. Burkholz gets the snap, keeps it himself on the left side, and he is through, almost breaks a tackle at the 45, stumbles ahead, gets across midfield. Burkholz one tackle away from having a huge touchdown run of his own. But that will do it for the third quarter of action. Lake Mills leads Lakeside Lutheran 24-20 in the Slider Bowl. The winner gets some burgers from the American Legion here in Lake Mills. We're going to step aside 
before we get back for the fourth quarter of action. 24 to 20, our score. Lake on top of Lakeside Lutheran here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. On first down to start the fourth quarter, it'll be a handoff to Caden Boo up the middle. He stumbles forward and picks up a couple of yards, but now he is down and hurt, so the trainer heads out to take a look at Caden Boo after that first down run. I'm going to tell you about the team at Nations Lending Monona. They find home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership, from drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues. Because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending home loans made human Dennis while the trainers take a look at Caden Boo he's down 24 to 20 our score 1147 left to go in this rivalry game Caden Boo able to get up and walk off the field but Dennis this game almost has a feeling of a Big 12 or a Pac-12 offense of the Lake Mills L-Cats going up against one of the service academies running an option offense. Just grinding it out are the Warriors. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Lakeside uh, came in averaging 289 yards rushing a game. Um, they have seven players that started on both sides. What's interesting, last year they were 4-6. and six. This year now 5-1. and one. Only nine seniors on the roster. Oh. Second down and seven, and there's some movement before the snap. I saw some D linemen potentially jump over, but there's maybe some movement. Both sides saying that the other one moved first. Oh, that was like, that was almost the definition of a team penalty. You can blame it on one guy. There were about four or five white jerseys that were over the line. And, and the up they get caught for being offside. So. It is offsides on the L-Cats. So it was second down and seven for that five-yard penalty. Got to give the quarterback credit on that one, not drawing them offsides. Must have been the cadence. So the scoreboard said second down and seven, but they're only marking that as a four-yard penalty. So it's second down and three. Burkholz. On second down, keeps it himself. And he'll fall forward, get enough for the first down across the 40, and is brought down at the 37. So it's first and 10, 10.30 left to go on the clock. Warriors trail the L-Cats by 4, 24 to 20. Burkholz in the pistol. He's got Milsna to his left with Dwyer to his right. Burkholz gets the chin high snap, keeps it himself to the near side, and is brought down from behind by Feedy. And before we, just before the end of the third quarter, Burkholz had a huge run that ended up getting tripped up at midfield. He was tripped up by the quarterback for Caden Belling, so both quarterbacks making some big plays on both offense and defense tonight in this four-point game. Second and five. Burkholz again has the split backs. 
Licks his fingers on his right hand, now brings his hands up to his chest. Gets the chest high snap, hands it off to Milsna. Milsna gets inside the 30 before he's thrown backwards. Some of the fans here for Lakeside Lutheran wanting a flag to go for a late hit. They won't get one. That's a pickup of only two. Third down and three. Ball's at the 30. Burkholz getting the play call from head coach Paul Bauer. 22nd year. The Warriors break the huddle inside. Nine minutes left to go in the game. Burkholz in the pistol. Gets the snap, fakes the handoff, takes it to the near side, breaks a tackle at the line of scrimmage, and falls forward inside the 25. Second effort got him that one again. <laughs> Elusive, slippery, I don't know what you, well, it's what been, you want to call him. <laughs> he's a little bit of everything is Levi Burkholz. Coming into the night, just under 800 yards on the ground and 428 yards through the air for Burkholz. Also a very good basketball player. Last year for the Warriors, averaged 22 points, 7 rebounds. That's why he's going to go and play basketball at the Citadel next year. On first down, handoff to Boo, who's back in. He keeps his legs moving. Turns what should have been a no gain into about a three-yard gain. Eight minutes now left on the clock. And then we have a whistle. It looks like there's an equipment issue for the Elcats. This is Ben Buckles. Something going on with his face mask or his chin strap. And now he's all set. It was the upper chin strap on his, the right side of his helmet came undone. So. Lakeside average at 289 yards rushing a game. 294 at this point. So. It's been a successful when night a plan on the comes together. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Still a good part of the fourth quarter to go. Burkholz gets a knee-high snap, fakes the handoff, now pitches it out for Milsna. Milsna gets oh. strung out, though, and he's brought down for a huge loss on the play. Combination of J.P. Ruggie and Brody Henderson there on the stop. It's a loss of three on second down to bring up a third down and ten now for the Warriors. Third and 10 at the 24, seven minutes left to go in the game. Warriors trail the Cats by four, 24 to 20. Nine straight running plays on this drive. Eating a lot of clock time, but you gotta put it in the end zone. Burkholz, still be short. Again in the pistol. Yep. Fakes the handoff to Boo, he'll take it himself across the right side and is tripped up and brought down at the 20, but there's a flag in the backfield. Looks like this might be a holding penalty from where that flag was thrown. Waiting for the signal from the official, though. After that third down run. It'll actually be a block in the back. So that'll back up the Warriors even further. So after that penalty now, 
It'll be a third down and 17 at the 31 of the Cats for Lakeside Lutheran. It's third and 17 at the 31. Warriors going from right to left on your radio dials. Ball's on the far hash mark. Burkholz will be in the pistol on third down. Trips to his left, single receiver to the right. Snow the lone running back to his right. Burkholz with his heels on the 35. Knee-high snap, fires quickly to the near side. And he has the completion. Oh. A man wide open. That's Lauber. Lauber into the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. Lauber nearly ran into Lostetter was able to make the catch, and all of a sudden there was nobody there in the middle of the field. But I think what happened is he cuts inside. Lostetter knocked a defender mm -hmm. off, and all he had to do was catch it. He had a straight lane to the end zone, and he, you were not going to catch him. First touchdown pass of the game uh, for Burkholz is third of the season. Lauber picks up his second touchdown on the year. Burkholz for the extra point. Right through the uprights and good. 27-24 our score. Lakeside Lutheran takes the lead with 6.09 left to go in this one. And Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today. That was a 10-play, 72 yards on that drive. 6.09 left to go. Following that 31-yard touchdown pass to Trey Lauber. 6.31 time of the drive there. Ate up a lot of valuable time here. But as we've seen, Lake Mills, quick strike team. Uh, end over end, end kick into the end zone caught by Brody Henderson. That'll bring it out to the 20. And come down to the last uh, team with the ball here tonight. Right now, Lake Mills is going to get that opportunity to score the last touchdown. But Well, with the way Lake Mills has been scoring, with 6.09 left to go on the clock. two or three more times. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say six or seven. We've seen a couple of 20-second drives out of them. Or, excuse me, actually 20-second plays really is what it should be. 27-24. Lakeside Lutheran on top of Lake Mills. Only three blocks separate these two schools. And they're battling it out in the slider bowl. First down screen pass to the far side. That is complete to Stenbroten. Stenbroten fighting through tackles. Gets across the 25 and is brought down close to the 30. They'll give him enough for the first down. So a pickup of 11 on first down to the 31 with six minutes now left. Exactly. Elcats break the huddle on first and 10 at the 33. 
Elkats trail by three. Belling out of the pistol. Four receiver set, handoff to Buckles. Buckles trying to break tackles. Able to get through one arm tackle and tripped up across the 35. Pick up a four on first down. Second down and six at the 37 now. Elkats okay with taking their time here on offense as they again break the huddle. Second and six at the 37. Ball's on the far hash mark as they go from left to right. Four receiver set, three to the near side. Single receiver to the top of the formation. Quick fire to the near side to Feedy. Feedy across the 40, 45, midfield, and he is into Warriors territory. And another big gain from Tristan Feedy. Came into tonight with only 70 through the air and one touchdown reception. He had a 73-yard touchdown reception back in the second quarter. It'll be first and 10 at the 49. 4.30 left on the clock. Now they'll flip the formation with Lake Mills. Belling in the pistol. Three receivers to the top of the formation. Chin high snap. Handoff to Buckholtz. Buckholtz goes straight ahead across the 40. Breaking tackles. The 30. Still going. And he's brought down at the 36-yard line. They were able to shut him down in the first half. Buckholtz just six carries for 25 yards. But we saw that 65-yard uh, touchdown run. Um, in the third quarter, and now you see just starting to wear down on a lakeside team that has seven players going both ways. They have to be getting tired out there. Yeah, and that was something I was wondering about. You know, it's one thing when we talk about that early in the year, those August games, it's hot out. You, you know, you expect guys to get tired, but you don't think about that as much as it starts to cool off here as we're getting into October now. Handoff again to Buckholtz. Buckholtz breaking more tackles on the far sideline. He has enough for the first down, and he spun down out of bounds at the 20. Huge gain for Ben Buckholtz. 3.39 as he stepped out of bounds. First and 10, they'll say he went out at the 20. So it'll be a first down and 10. For Lake Mills. Five plays in this drive, and they've gotten first downs on four of them. So you could say they're chewing them up a little bit here? Yeah, probably a little bit. First and ten, trips oh, to the fumble. right. There's a fumble on the snap. Belling is able to fall on it, but he's going to lose a couple of yards. And that looked like Belling just wasn't completely expecting the snap as it went right into his stomach and then fell right forward for him. But he was able to fall on it. 3.20 now as the clock is moving. They'll say a loss of three, so it's second and 13 at the 23 of the Warriors. Warriors lead the Elcats 27-24. If you're like said, you might be thinking, well, if you're going to score, hurry up and do it so we get the ball back. Chin high snap to Belling. Belling's going to no. keep it. But he's brought down for a loss on the play. In the backfield, number 72, Thomas Dwyer. The sophomore defensive end with the huge tackle. Brings up a third down and 15. 
that's the, uh, I believe that's the first sack of the game for either team. We've had a couple of negative plays on runs, but. Third and 15 at the 25, 2.30 left in the game. Three receivers to the right, single receiver to the left. Sprint out to the near side for Belling. Belling looking to throw, fires deep down the field. He's got Feedy in the end zone. It goes right oh. through his hands. Incomplete on third and 15. Tristan Thede, for all of his big plays tonight, has his, he's open in the end zone, the back corner, but, and the ball just goes right through his hands. But I think how he got open is why he didn't catch it. He was trying to fend off the defender with his hands, mm -hmm. and he couldn't quite get him up there. I think he was kind of off balance trying to get some separation, and the ball got there, but not able to pull it in. So now... Where are we going to mark this? A 41-yard field yep. goal attempt coming up from LeVake. The ball is in between the hashes. The snap, end-over-end end kick. It's got the distance. It's good. It's good. A 41-yard kick is good for Mason LeVake. 2.15 left to go on the clock. And we're tied up at 27 apiece. And Mason Levesque, he's two for two tonight. But Dennis, 2.15 left to go in the game. Lakeside Lutheran now is going to get the ball, and they've got all three of their electrolyte timeouts. Even for a team that's only thrown the ball, what? Four times tonight? Uh, three. He, three. And actually, times. he hasn't thrown an incompletion yet. Yeah, three for three. Right, an interception and two completions. Oh. <laughs> right? I got you on that one. I've, I've been completely wait, I've been, forgot about the interception. I've been waiting for that one. <laughs> yeah, he's had a perfect night. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's thrown hey. four to the other team. Hey, but no, the but ball's never one. hit the ground. That's right. That's all, all that matters. So, wow, we end up with a 41-yard field goal here. And incredible. Said it was going to hopefully go down to the end. Burkholz back to receive this kick along with Bowie. But it'll be a line drive squib kick. Burkholz is going to pick it up at his own 15. He's going to take it straight ahead. Now angles to the near side. Breaks the tackle. 35-40. And he's brought down. The ball's in the air. And then they're going to say he was down. But Burkholz is slow to get up. So there's no fumble. Burkholz getting helped up by his teammates. I think he fell on the ball. Yeah, that what happened earlier on an interception. Player landed and got the wind knocked out of him. Great field position to start out with, though. Burkles, he's going to stay in there. The trainers never went to look at him, so he can stay in there. But he's been kind of bending over a little bit. Looks like maybe he got the wind knocked out of him. But that huge return for Levi Burkholz is a first and 10 at the 44 now. 2.09 left on the clock. We're tied up at 27 apiece. Warriors go from right to left on your radio dials. Burkholz in the pistol. He's got Dwyer to his right, Bowie to his left. Fakes the handoff to Bowie, takes it to the left. Gets across the 45, spins down near midfield. A couple of LCATs saying that there was a fumble, but the officials saying that Burkholz was down. He is down at the 49, so it'll be a second down and five. Let's 
Second and five for Burkholz and the Warriors. Brings Jorgensen into motion from the left side over to the right. Goes with the hard count. Chin high snap. Handoff up the middle for Bowie. Bowie breaks the first line of defense and gets enough for the first down as he's brought down at the 45 of the Cats. Warriors now into Lake Mills territory. Lakeside Lutheran inside 90 seconds left to go to try and win this. After the Cats tied it up at 27 apiece. Still have all three of their Electrolyte timeouts. That same split veer formation. Drop back to pass for Burkholz. Fires to the near side. He has a completion that's Lostetter. Lostetter shoved out of bounds at the 40. Pick up of five on first down. That's as good as a run. That saves some time. A minute eight now left on the clock. Second and five at the 40. Lakeside Lutheran looking to try and win the slider bowl. Take down their rival only three blocks away in the Lake Mills L-Cats. It's 27 apiece with a minute eight left. Burkholz in the pistol. Fakes the handoff, takes it to the left. Has some open running room and is finally brought down close to the 30. That's a pickup of 10 and all he needed was five for the first down. That stops the clock, a minute four now. Ran right into Buckholz on that one, stood him up, but was uh, too late to stop the first down. And we have a timeout, an Electrolyte timeout, with one minute left to go here in the game. We're tied up at 27 apiece. Electrolyte is the best electrolyte beverage for premium hydration. Whether you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need a pick-me-up, Electrolyte is the drink for you. Made with glucose as a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte is scientifically formulated to allow immediate absorption of essential minerals. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. 60 seconds left to go here on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. The Warriors and the Elcats tied up at 27 apiece. Big-time players make big-time plays when they need them. Right now, Burkholz has rushed for 193 yards, passed for 46, and we saw the long kickoff return yep. which set this play up. He's made some plays on defense as well. So the ball has got to be in his hands down the stretch here for the final 60 seconds. Burkholz in the pistol. Fakes the handoff to Bowie, now cuts back to the near side, breaks some tackles at the 20, still on his feet, inside the 20, and shoved out of bounds at the 15. 52 seconds now on the clock. Yeah, he's running behind uh, Christian Stibbs, Alex Bear on the left side, left tackle, left guard, and now, uh, oh, is it uh, White and Hiller, the center? They're giving him some good, uh, good space there. He's finding a crack and punching it in. First and 10 at the 15, 52 seconds left to go. Ball spotted on the near hash. Burkholz in the pistol. Takes the chin high snap, fakes the handoff to Boo. Cuts up field and is tripped up and brought down close to the 10 yard line. Now the clock will keep running. Now down to 40 seconds left. 
Yeah, they want to be able to punch this one in right at the end and give Lake Mills no time left. 30 seconds left. Same pistol formation. Milsna is now in at running back. Fake the hand off to Boo. Pitch out to Milsna to the far side. Tries to cut up field. There's play. a flag oh. on the play. Three of them fly. And maybe a pickup of two. That'll stop the clock for now with 20 seconds left to go. We wait for the signal from the referee, and it is going to be hold. a holding penalty. And two, something we talked about at the beginning of the game to keep an eye out on now. After that, holding penalty is going to back up Lakeside Lutheran. Levi Burkholz is going to be the one kicking any field goal attempts. After that hold, it'll be a second down at the 20. So it'll be a second and 15 at the 20, but we have an Electrolyte timeout. So we're going to take one along with them. We'll take a 30-second timeout. 27-27 our score, 20 seconds left to go. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Hi, this is Dave Kane. You're listening to Madison's Home of the Bucks, a good Karma brand radio station. 100.5 ESPN WTLX, Monona, Madison. Second down and 15, 20 seconds left to go. Warriors with the ball in Elkatz territory. Burkholz looking to throw, has to avoid a tackler in the backfield, fires down the near sideline, batted away at the last second. J.P. Ruggy knocks the ball away. As that pass was intended for number 14, Caden Knorr. It'll be third down and 15, 12 seconds left on the clock. Be interesting if it comes down to a three. Burkholz has made a lot of three-pointers yeah. in the basketball court. Can he make one? It'll be his first career field goal. High school, he had two or three extra points last week, filling in for the injured Kirsten Grundle, who had made... Uh, Two field goals. He had 27 and 25. Right now, this would be a 37 if they don't get anything on this play. Third and 15 at the 20. Burke Hulse in the gun. Three receivers to his right, one receiver to the left. Fires to the right side. He has a man complete close to the 20-yard line. Five seconds left now. Time. And they'll call a timeout with two seconds left on the clock, bringing up a fourth down field goal attempt to win the slider bowl. That was a huge play from Levi Burkholz to get that completion. Didn't get the first down, but makes this field goal attempt a lot easier as the Warriors are now out of Electrolyte timeouts. As this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search inventory. The last three games in this series have been decided by a combined seven points. The regular season in 2020, the pandemic year, Lakeside pulled out a 24-21 victory, then lost 21-19 when they missed a two-point conversion in double overtime. 
So it'll be a 30-yard attempt uh, for Levi Burkholz. 35, right? 30? 30. 30. Yep, on the 20. Ball's on the far hash mark. End over end kick is he, up. Oh, and and it's play. good as time expires. Levi Burkholz wins it for Lakeside Lutheran. Flag on the play, but they're probably roughing the kicker. Ref is coming over to the sideline as they have to decline the penalty. I'm still waiting for the call, and he has to make sure. Yes. And that is it. They'll yes. decline it. 30 to 27, the score. The biggest three pointer of his life, and it doesn't come on a basketball court, it comes on a football field. Incredible for Levi Burkholz. Levi Burkholz kicking the game-winning field goal to propel the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors over the Lake Mills L-Cats 30-27 as time expires. Burkholz kicks that 30-yard field goal to win it. Before that, he had a one-yard touchdown run in the third quarter that gave Lakeside Lutheran the lead at 20 to 17. You go back even further in this one, and he had a 38 yard touchdown run, and he got the scoring started with a two yard touchdown run as well, and in there, a 31 yard touchdown pass. Levi Burkholz almost single handedly propels Lakeside Lutheran to a huge victory. We're going to take a quick timeout as Dennis gets the final stats together before we have our Stoughton Trailers final haul. 30-27, to 27, our final score. Lakeside Lutheran on top of Lake Mills. You're listening to Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Levi Burkholz had the magic tonight for the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors, kicking the game-winning field goal as time expired, 32-27. The Warriors defeating their crosstown or in-town rival, really, because they're only three blocks away, the Lake Mill L-Cats. And it's time for our Stoughton Trailers final haul. Big trailers and big opportunity at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers and their customers want more. Join a winning team with immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders and more go to stowjobs.com that's s-t-o jobs.com stoughton trailers big trailers big opportunity dennis summerow might be the game of the year you said it to me during the break this is the third time that we as espn madison have done a game between the lakeside lutheran warriors and the lake mills l cats and how many of them have been single possession games uh, well uh all three of them, and they've all come down to the last possession. Game-winning field goal. We had a two-point conversion. It was blocked. Uh, was the last time uh, we were here. And uh, you're looking at just, uh, it, again, a rivalry game. You hope that it can come down, and the home team wins. Um, that's better. Now, unfortunately for Lake Mills, they walked over here. Not going to walk back to the high school. It's going to be a long, lonely walk. But uh, Burkholz tonight was just phenomenal. He ended up... Uh, uh, unofficially, 32 carries for 213 yards and three touchdowns rushing. 
four of five. Actually, four of uh, he, he didn't uh, knowing complete passes. He threw one interception. <laughs> he was four or five for fifty three yards and a touchdown, and he kicks the game winning field goal. He had extra points. Uh, he played on defense, but let's uh, a little shout out to that offensive line that allowed uh, him to get those yards. Christian Stibbs, Alex Bear, uh, we got uh, Reed uh, Whitenhiller, Thomas Dwyer, and Ben Buxa. They're uh, potentially all-state linemen uh, the, at the right tackle spot. And then uh, Nathan Yark, uh, no carries tonight, but uh, in the backfield blocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caden Boo had a great night, too. He uh, finished with 20 carries for 122 yards. So when you look at that uh, 335 yards between their two main ball carriers, they ended up with uh, 337 yards rushing overall, a team averaging 289 coming in. And that was the key was to keep Lakeside Lutheran from running the ball and taking a lot of cl- time off the clock. And unfortunately for Lake Mills, they were not able to do that in the end. And there really haven't been many teams that have been able to do that to this Lakeside Lutheran squad. And, you know, Dennis, I don't get to make a whole lot of decisions at the station, but I think I'm going to be uh, making the decision for us. Already going to call our shot for 2023. Whenever these two teams play, <laughs> circle it. I, I think we're going to be here at <laughs> yeah, this point. That's fine with me. Uh, thank Todd Johns, the uh, activities and athletic director here, uh, for hosting us. And uh, thank Ryan for being here for video because you got to yes. watch this one. Yes. This is one definitely so got to watch this Ryan one. Wollersheim for the video as well as uh, Colin Russo running the board back at the studio as well as Alex Gravatt, our uh, resident hippie at ESPN Madison <laughs> for the geez. score updates <laughs> at halftime. And our free spirit. Yes. I, I call him our free absolutely spirit. Absolutely our free it. spirit. And this broadcast was also brought to you by GRB Academy, baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training goals and schedule with them this fall. You can schedule position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, and power development. Reach your potential at the 52,000 square foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. Again, 30-27, to 27, our final score, the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors defeating their huge rival, the Lake Mills Cats, 30-27 to 27, on a Levi Burkholz 30-yard field goal. And that clinches a playoff berth. It does. Pushes them to 6-1 and one on the year. <laughs> Next up for the Warriors. They've got a tough one well, the going next, up to The next Columbus. two, Columbus, and then yeah. they uh, finish at Edgewood, which I believe will be at Bree Stevens Field. Lake Mills still needs a couple of wins, and um, they're going to finish up with uh, Turner, and then, which uh, had a shootout last week with Lakeside, and then Lodi. Yeah, that's going to so. be a tough road ahead, as we mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast. This has huge playoff implications for both of these teams, given the last couple of games have so lake mills is going to have to win out to get to that sixth win on the season to get into the playoffs while lakeside lutheran clinched a playoff berth with now moving to six and one on the air again our final score 30 to 27 again want to say thank you to the man the myth the legend the dean of area high school sports dennis summerow 
Uh, Ryan Wollersheim producing the video for us that you could see on YouTube and WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app, as well as Colin Russo running the board and Alex Gravatt giving you all the scoreboard updates at halftime, as well as what he's about to do for us here during the post game. I'm Hunter Vaughn, and this has been Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Welcome back into the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. I am Alex Gravatt, apparently our resident hippie here on 100.5 ESPN. We're going to do a quick rundown of area scores, of course, this game ending in such dramatic fashion as uh, Lakeside Lutheran winning it 32-27. And that was a great game. So glad that we had... uh, Hunter Vaughn and and the Dean Dennis Semrau in in for that game as we take a look Capital Conference uh, so obviously Lakeside Lutheran jumping up with that one Columbus at Lodi that is a close game deep in the fourth we don't have a final score yet but Columbus up 21 to 14 then of course uh, New Glarus Monticello with the news that they are going to have to dissolve their co-op between the two schools that's likely going to happen in 2024. They win their game in fashion, 32-7 to over Bigfoot. And last we've heard, Edgewood was up 14 to nothing against Beloit Turner. Haven't heard much from that. If you know anything about th- that score or any score from the Madison area, please feel free to call in, text in, 844-770-3776. Or, of course, you can reach us on Twitter, at ESPN Madison. Switching to the Big 8 Conference, Verona wins, defends the home turf against Madison LaFollette. That was last night, 42-0. Janesville Craig at Madison East is another area score we're looking for. We haven't heard anything from that game today, so please call and text in. But Madison West did not get done, as Madison Memorial, last update we had was deep in the third quarter, but they were up 42-0. So I imagine that that is not a comeback potential game and then Middleton at Janesville Parker seems to be a pretty good game uh last we heard was 24 to 6 there may be an update on that one coming shortly Badger Large Milton at Sun Prairie East Sun Prairie East it's their homecoming day they are fired up they're winning that one 55 to 6 uh I don't believe it's gone final quite yet but I know we're getting very close to that Wanakee hosting Oregon also Wanakee's homecoming Wanakee winning that one 48-0. Last update was deep in the third as well. Uh, Likely going to stay similar on that outcome. We don't have an update at the moment from Sun Prairie West at Beaver Dam. Last we heard it was deep into the third, maybe early fourth, and Beaver Dam was winning that 14-13. So if you have an update on that game, call and text in, obviously. Switching to the Badger Small, we haven't heard anything from a couple of these games, but Portage is at Stoughton, and they are attempting a late fourth-quarter comeback. Stoughton winning 28-19, to but it was not that close recently. So this, this is a game that Portage is working hard to take back, but we haven't heard whether or not they are going to complete that comeback as the game rolls on. And we have word, Sun Prairie West, it's gone final. Sun Prairie West wins 
in Beaver Dam, uh, 21-14. Continuing to the Rock Valley, we've got the Monroe Cheesemakers, the number one team in Division Three, doing number one team things, 52-0 as that game goes final over Edgerton. And McFarland, Gwen Kroll, our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week's hometown team, 38, East Troy, Six And then another game, not necessarily area, but we've had McGuanago on these very airwaves before, and we take a look. They are currently losing to a team that is not a top-10 team, 14-18. to 18. The Oconomowoc Raccoons are taking down the McGuanago Cardinals, I believe. Uh, that game has not finished yet, but that was the last update. We will have more on the other side of this break, but for nearly 50 years, Zimbacron has provided the Madison area with a quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimberconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or used Honda, visit Zimberconda in Madison today or head to, to Zimberconda.com to search inventory. I'm Alex Gravatt. This is Zimberconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. I'm Alex Gravatt. This is Simicron's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5. Uh, thank you so much to Colin Russo and to everyone who put together this beautiful presentation today. I do want to make a quick amendment. It is the McGuanago Indians, not the Cardinals. Uh, but on behalf of Hunter Vaughn, the Dean, Dennis Semrau, Ryan Wollersheim on the camera, Colin Russo on the ones and twos, and of course, who could forget our good friend of the show, Chuck Stanger. I'm Alex Gravatt, and this is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand.